Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It would seem as though the disease of not knowing how things work is similar to COVID-19 in that it's running rampant these days. It's also apparently not aware of any borders, as evidenced by this court case in the country of Australia. An unidentified 59-year-old woman has filed a lawsuit against the State Lottery Commission, saying she matched all the numbers on a 2014 drawing and is rightfully due $2 million that said lottery officials are refusing to pay out. The case has a trial date of February 5th, but as you might expect, there is one problem. The woman lost the ticket, and after spending the past five years looking for it, said the lottery owed her the money anyway because the winning numbers are of personal significance and are the ones she always picked. (laughs) That's not how that works. I was just wondering if that is the way that works. Maybe I could have. No? No. No, no, the the lottery ticket, same as cash. If you lose it, it's gone. But I always play those numbers, Cliff. That's what they say. But if you lose it, it's gone. I don't want to alarm you any, Cliff, but um, Mm -hmm. I may have issues. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think pretty well everyone knows you may have issues. <laughs> From a dream I had last night, Cliff, oh. I'm thinking oh, I've got specific. issues. <laughs> something specific. I'm yeah. sorry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Here, Cliff, is my issue and my dream. Okay. okay. Not everyone realizes that here at Country 98.1, mm-hmm. we have the front door, we have the back door in the break room, and we also have a side door on the west side of the building. Yes. And it has a stairway going up to it. Mm. Last night, Mm -hmm. I dreamed I was with Willie Nelson. (laughs) And he was hired by the radio station to build a safety ramp at that exit (laughs) on the west side. (laughs) And I met Willie here at the radio station on a weekend. He brought the tools and the supplies. And Willie and I built a ramp so you could get in and out of Country 98.1. See where the issues come in, Cliff? <laughs> Willie and I built a ramp. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> Why that even popped oh, into my head, Willie I, Nelson, I, I have no you, idea. Now, you you said he, he brought all of his own tools. He brought the tools. And he brought all of the supplies. Yes. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't sample the supplies well, <laughs> before hey. you went to bed? <laughs> all right, okay. All right. <laughs> The struggle of the American industrial worker in the 19th and early 20th century has been well documented. A lot of the safety requirements on the job and limitation to working hours today that we enjoy are a result of those battles. Now, after hearing about some of what goes on in other countries, the U.S. of A. can be held up as a shining ample example of on-the-job conditions. Factories in other countries basically will try to get away with whatever they can until they get caught, and at that point, it's more or less was... Uh, Was that wrong? Should I not have done that? Kind of thing. Like, say, the Anpu Electric Science and Technology Company in Guangdong Province, China. Well, now that the Chinese government knows about the rule that was in place for their workers, company officials are saying, well, we shouldn't be doing that. But before, well, workers there were only allotted one bathroom break a day. And if they had to go a second time, they had to pay a $3 fine for the privilege. A news report from that part of the world shows at least seven staff members were penalized under the bathroom rule in a two-day period in late December before 
that rule was leaked online. <laughs> well, luckily, Cliff, here it's only a $2 fine. It's a $2, it's a $2 <laughs> fine at Country 98.1. Well, yeah. I didn't quite finish my story about my dream last night with <laughs> Willie Nelson. <laughs> so, I mean, there's more to it. Because basically, I thought it was pretty well completed. You said that uh, in your dream, you met Willie Nelson on the west side of the radio station, and he brought tools and building materials, and you built a ramp at that west door. Yes. There's more to that. There's a touch more to that. I was. Uh, Would you care to let us in on it? Well, I've uh, been texting one of our friends here, and. Yeah. He says, don't don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> I think you should say it. Now that you you know, brought it out in the open, you should say it. Well, once we got the ramp completed and the concrete yeah. down, yeah. Willie and I got into an argument over signing the concrete like everybody seems to have to do whenever they do a job. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I told him not to sign it because nobody's going to believe that Willie Nelson was here at our studio. <laughs> Laying concrete. <laughs> and he looks at me and gets into an argument saying, Dude, do you realize I've rarely signed my name in concrete my entire life? <laughs> and I um, would not let him sign. And so Willie got mad and jumped in his truck and yeah. left, tools and all. Yeah. And we got into that argument. And now I'm feeling kind of bad about it, Cliff, <laughs> hoping that maybe tonight I could dream of <laughs> Willie again and apologize. That's right. You can, you can make up for your transgression in tonight's dream. <laughs> yes. That sounds really weird, though, when you say, I hope I'm dreaming of Willie Nelson tonight. I mean, that's a little odd, Cliff, don't that's, you think? That's odd, yeah. Yeah. Now, that concludes the Willie Nelson at oh, Country 98 okay. story. <laughs> I know you know everything space age, Cliff, so you probably already knew this. Okay. But uh, scientists say they've discovered an FM radio signal <laughs> coming from one of the moons of Jupiter. Yes, as a matter of fact, I know all about that. Mm-hmm. It's the first yeah. time they've ever detected this FM radio signal <laughs> coming from this particular moon. Yeah. Are you thinking what I'm thinking, Cliff? What are you thinking? You and I. Yeah. My friend, mm -hmm. broadcasting live from WJUP. That's right, <laughs> you and I. We could be number one in the entire planet, Cliff. And I did the research. Yeah. Ten-hour days, mm. we're going to sleep eight hours, so we only have to work like an hour and a half. Yeah, now, that's not bad at all. That's not bad yeah. at all. Now, and we, yeah. you know, we could do the quick temperature. It's always about, you know, mm -hmm. minus 230 degrees. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it really never doesn't change now, does doesn't it? doesn't change a whole lot. <laughs> you know, nobody really cares about time because it's going to be dark pretty soon. So yeah. we wouldn't really have to do much. What do you think, Cliff? WJUP. <laughs> number one all over the planet. Well, number one all over the solar system. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I never even thought of that. Cliff, I couldn't help but notice during our conversation about you and I broadcasting from the planet Jupiter, yeah. you were a bit hesitant. You didn't go into it like both feet, like I expected you to. It was like you were holding <laughs> back a little bit. And I was sitting here wondering, why would well, Cliff not really get on board with this? And yeah. then this call came in, Cliff, and oh, okay. I could have smacked myself in the head for not thinking of this. Okay. Morning, Weed and Cliff. Nick from Montwell checking in. Weed, you know if Cliff's going to do a broadcast from the solar system, 
you know which planet he's going to. Do I have to spell it out? I knew it, Cliff. I should have thought of that. That's well, that's know. why you were hesitant. <laughs> you didn't like the planet selection that I had for us. Well, I mean, uh, it, when it's just really cold out there. You know, it's really cold. But, you know, we got to figure out where we would hang the antenna from, would we not? That's true. So wouldn't it be better served to hang the antenna from one of the rings around the planet Uranus? <laughs> I'm just saying. I see your hesitation. The antenna from a ring around you. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know which planet he's going to. I know which it's, planet. It's Uranus. Yes, I know. <laughs> we, this incident of alleged domestic abuse shows us why it's important for some people to receive real professional mental health treatment when necessary. 20-year-old Ashton Lawrence is now in jail in Salt Lake County, Utah, on felony assault charges after allegedly striking his girlfriend after Christmas. It turns out Lawrence already knew he had a problem, but he apparently went about getting help the wrong way. The alleged victim in the case told police that her boyfriend suffered from panic attacks that caused him to be violent. Because of that, she feared for for her safety, and apparently so did he. Because for Christmas, Lawrence bought his girlfriend a taser with instructions to use it on him whenever he got that way. Day after New Year's, when it happened... According to the report, she zapped him in the back of the neck when he got violent, but that didn't knock him out. It just angered him, and then he allegedly hit her more than he had in the past. You know, Cliff, if you have to have a zapper (laughs) (laughs) to be with somebody, they probably aren't for you. (laughs) You're true. You're you're right. That's true. Absolutely. I don't know what Dear Abby would say, but... (laughs) If you have to pack a taser at home... To protect yourself from your boyfriend. <laughs> this person. Maybe you should get a new boyfriend. <laughs> yes, that would be the best way, yes. Cliff, you probably already heard this, too. I know you're all about the atmosphere and outer space and the way the yeah. things work. The uh, Earth's rotation yeah. has accelerated starting in 2020, and now they're um, saying we're losing hmm. approximately one second every year because of that. Which so the Earth is spinning faster. Spinning faster and faster than okay. it ever has before. Okay. And so with us losing that one second yeah. every year, mm. I'm thinking that's going to be taking out of my paycheck this year. They're going to they're, they're going to cut your pay. They're going to dock <laughs> because me. You're, yes. You're working less hours. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought this next little segment here, Cliff, was going to be the low point of the entire day. <laughs> Yeah, but I've scraped a little bit lower than this. Oh, we, first you found of, you found something lower. Is what yes, you're saying. first of all, the low point I thought we were going to be at. Okay, is I guess you forgot to bring the ten and eleven millimeter wrenches by last oh, night. Oh, yes, oh, yeah, totally. I totally forgot. That. I'm sorry. I thought either you forgot or we've got a metric wrench thief in the area, and we need to have yeah. him arrested. Maybe tonight, Cliff, because our wheel of wonderment needs to be repaired with the 10 or 11 millimeter wrench that you're going to bring by, okay? Okay. And once we get that repaired, I'm having a little bit of trouble coming up with prizes to put on our wheel since not much is happening right now. Paul, A lock of Paul Vuitton's <laughs> hair, would that be a okay, Cliff, to stick on there? And a mug from Country 98.1? You, mean, you can't actually stick the mug on the wheel. Will that throw off the balance yeah, of the I wheel? I mean, that's going to throw off the balance. Uh-oh, ambulance. Hey. Um, 
No, yeah, that's going to throw the weight and balance way off. So you'll have to just like ride on the wheel, mug. Can I put Paul a lock of Paul's hair on there? You can. You could actually tape a lock of Paul's hair if you can get one. Anything else, Cliff? You can come up with. Well, you know, if we're if we're trying to come up with prizes, there's probably one thing that uh, people when we bring it up, people like, oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> you remember, and it was it wasn't even a different refrigerator than what's in the break room now out there. Someone somehow. Put a wiener on the one of those uh, shelves in the refrigerator. Oh, the little grate thing. Yes, I remember and, that. And it and it sat there in the refrigerator to the open air for I don't know, like six months. <laughs> Do you remember that? I remember that. <laughs> it, it shriveled till where it fell through the grate. <laughs> so I mean, if you if you laid a wiener out on the shelf now, in six months we'd have a prize. So you could actually put it, make a post-it note, and write. An IOU for a shriveled up wiener on the prize wheel, and then it would be redeemable in six months. That's not a bad idea. That's three prizes out of ten. There you go. And then we have the other one already filled up with the oyster thing. Oh, that's right. Oyster flatulence. So we got that on there. Yeah. And I thought right there, Cliff, with what we've discussed, that would be the low. Yeah, I mean... An IOU for a shriveled up wiener. That's pretty low. That's pretty low. <laughs> but did you see that text message from um, Ralph and myself, what we've oh, been from, discussing? From our truck driver, Ralph, friend? Yes. Yeah. Okay, dude, let's just make it a rule. Dudes cannot send us bathroom selfies. <laughs> and we can't ask where that gigantic restroom's at. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I foolishly did. Yeah, and he told you. And he told me, yeah. <laughs> We've been playing a couple of, uh, well, a couple of PSAs this morning about uh, keeping your distance and washing your hands. If you've been listening yeah. for any length of time, you've heard those. Mm-hmm. And uh, we say that because, uh, well, the research is out, Cliff, and the keypads on ATMs that we all use all the time <laughs> yeah. are just as dirty as public restrooms. <laughs> so, Cash machines. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, they never get cleaned. Would be my guess. That's the well, reason. You're probably right, yeah. And so maybe to remind all of us, yeah. because we all need reminders to wash our hands after we use an ATM, perhaps they could have the sound of a flushing toilet cliff as the cash comes out, <laughs> you know, just to remind you. The skaloosh. Uh-huh. Just a yeah. thought. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. Cliff, the ancient Greeks used to call this gastromancy. Mm-hmm. We know it. As ventriloquism. But in ancient Greece, <laughs> yeah. it was a religious practice that they took very serious. Really? They believe the mm-hmm. ventriloquist was getting messages from spirits deep down in their stomach <laughs> and revealing those messages yeah. through a dummy. <laughs> Revealing those messages through a dummy. Yes. <laughs> the spirits were down, way down in the stomach. That's what they believed. See, that's what they, I mean, that's just another example of, you know, how far we have advanced in our thinking. That's exactly right. Because today, if we have that feeling of spirits way down in our stomach, we know it came from Taco Bell. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> and revealed through a dummy. Yes, I got you. All right. 
Well, all of yeah. that, except for that last little bit, you can yep. take to the bank. Well, I almost just let this play until 10 o'clock, Cliff, after that what? hurtful text message. Why is that? That hurtful text message that came in. <laughs> Which one? I saw a couple. <laughs> I know. The one from Ken. <laughs> oh, in reference to the take it to the bank segment where you said, um, was that in ancient Greece? Yes. <laughs> Ventriloquists were thought to be relaying messages for a dummy. <laughs> and he and he replied, just like we get our messages from weed. <laughs> that is hurtful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.